<laughs> yeah, bro. It was sick. Um, yeah, I miss those days, though. I remember one of the most like trouble I ever got in Catholic school is I drew a cow with too many udders. I covered a cow with udders, bro. I was obsessed with udders oh, for a hilarious. while. And it, it wasn't anything like weird. Like, well, I guess it was weird. It wasn't anything like sexual. I just thought it was funny. I thought udders were funny. <laughs> I thought it was wicked funny that you squeeze this thing and milk comes out. And I was like, what if animals, all animals were covered with udders? So I started drawing like dogs with udders and like, you know, it got out of hand, dragons with udders, <laughs> like a forest dragon, which was really cool. It had like the tree on its head and stuff, but also had udders. And then I had this lightning dragon. It was black with yellow lightning, but also had a giant pink set of udders. So like, you know, and the Catholic school was super concerned. So they were like, that was the one thing I got. Like, I don't know if they called my parents or anything. They probably did. But me and my friend Matt Wilson got in trouble for drawing udders on things. <laughs> you know, I was pretty crazy saying dildo and drawing udders on stuff. I was basically a badass. You guys don't understand. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. These nails cool before I dip in the alcohol. I'm a... This is 99? 99, yeah. Oh, wow. This is awesome. Next one's a Honda. I can't believe it. That's crazy, bro. We made it that far. That's nuts. That's a huge accomplishment for a little pod. <coughs> That's when the big pods start taking you seriously. You talk to like podcasters and stuff, like how many episodes he's done. done. I, from what I understand, like a hundred episodes is when they're like, okay, like you're in it. Yes. Yeah, Regardless big. of where you're at with like your following, what you've built, like you're in it. You you are committed to what you're doing. Yeah. And yeah, we've missed over the last two years. We've missed some weeks, so like we're we're not like perfectly at a hundred and like every single week. But fucking dude, we've for the circumstances, everything that's been going on, we've been having two years of fun. It hasn't been two years of just like every other podcast talking about like pandemics and political shit. We've been just fucking slamming dabs and talking about bangers and tiny tornadoes, dude. It's been fucking sick. Hell yeah. Okay, fuck. All right. Whoa. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 99 of the podcast. It's fucking nuts. Uh, we got a fun episode today. We got my colleague and one of the guys that we work together here at Bear Mountain Studios, yes. Mike C. Um, I actually like want to talk to Mike about kind of like how he got into glass, like his beginnings on it today. So we're going to get into some stuff like that. Just take some dabs and hang out. Um, but if you guys want to sign up for our newsletter, check out that. Mike C here makes all of our accessories here at Bear Mountain Studios, does the most beautiful Bear Paul Opal encasements and crushes here. So if you want to get in on our drops, we have an accessory drop coming up and Mike's the guy that helps us make that possible. So check out our work, sign up for the newsletter, make sure you check out Mike's work, give him a follow at Mike C Glass, right on there? Yep, yeah, yep. Mike, Mike C Glass. Glass CEO. Mike C Glass CEO, that's right. Yep. Mike C Glass CEO on Instagram, check him out, and we'll fucking get into it. I don't even like, I think we filmed my first dab. I did a dab on the giant <laughs> slurpee, and it kind of like, I don't know why I do that. Like, I start the episode. It was massive. <laughs> I do, I think it's just like, I'm like, this is fun, we're having fun. Like, it's like when you go to a party and like everyone's got alcohol and they're like, we're doing shots, and then within like 20 minutes, you're like, fuck, dude. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm not having fun anymore. I'm too <laughs> fucked up now. Like, that's what happens to me. I get too excited. I get amped up to, like, hang out and fucking, like, smoke hash and talk and Just stuff. Just going full speed. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so what was it like fucking coming up in Texas as a glassblower and cannabis person? It seems like a terrifying state. It was extremely hot. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, no, it was pretty crazy. Like, 
it was kind of low key over there in a way, like with the cannabis community, not so much anymore. Cause I'm seeing a lot more events pop up where there's like exclusive smoke out events and stuff. It's pretty wild over there now since I left. But yeah, when I was there like 2014 is kind of when I came up on, on the glass blowing, yeah. um, went to a smoke shop called up and smoke in the woodlands. Oh, I've heard and, of them. Yeah. Um, they had a demo with salt and captain crunk glass and, gods. And <laughs> yeah. So I got to see them for the first time, even just watching glass being made. That's fucking awesome. And um, it was just wild, like seeing salt pull out a piece, do a couple moves on it, pull out a completely different piece, and do something else to it. And it's yeah. just like, how does he know what to do? Like, it's, I don't know. It was just wild. And then seeing Crunk stack melee chips on stuff and. Were you like drawn to it because you kind of have like like generally like when you were younger like a mechanical mind or you're into like fabricating or things like that or you just didn't even know why you were so drawn to it it was just like fuck that looks cool I think it was just really just uh, being able to play with fire aspect yeah, was dude. like that really caught my eye and definitely dude in high school I did a little bit of welding and I liked it just because of that like you can fuse metal together with a high intensity of heat like that's, same here I did yeah, welding so. in high school I loved that making like rails to like I like. Basically, it'd make the high school like pay for me to build badass flat bars and circle rails to yeah. skateboard on. Yeah, like or, or tech too. deck park stuff. Because I was like welding tech deck park stuff in like the early two thousands in high school and making fucking actual rails. Like I have all the rails from high school still in my like storage unit out here in Colorado. I have like um, one rail that like goes flush into the ground, so you can like just grind right up it and then it turns into a flat bar. Nice. So, so it's like a pole jam. Yeah, it's like a pole jam to flat bar. Hell yeah. Um, I had like a down flat rail and then just like a couple of flat ones at different heights. Um, but eventually I want to bring them back to the house here and get the kid fucking skating on them and shit. Hell yeah. Do you ever, do you ever skate as a kid or anything? Yep. Did a lot of skating in high school. Hell um, yeah, dude. Yeah, junior high and high school. Um, and. I guess I got into like the hardcore music scene pretty heavy in my senior Sound junior just like me, year, bro. and then uh, I fell more into that, and then even kind of had like a little local band for a while. And Hell yeah, dude! Fun. Yeah, I I fucking loved uh, playing in hardcore bands and stuff, and it wasn't even just it wasn't so much that I was like, man, this music is so fucking complex. It was more like the energy when you're at a show and people are getting hyped dude, up, brotherhood in that and shit. it's like no like. It was nowadays as an adult, everything like status and stuff is all about like seems about like money and all this weird shit in our modern society. But like in those types of scenes or countercultures, like no one thinks about fucking money, dude. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about any yeah. of that shit, dude. It's it's literally like how many shows or what shows you've been to, who do you fucking know, and like what have you done or what's your reputation or whatever. Like that's it. And it's like so much more like primal and like old school to like yeah. how things used to be even like five hundred years ago with people how like trading and bartering and like reputation and honor i'm like this is so primal and cool and that's what i loved i loved the simplicity of it yep. i loved that if someone had a problem with you they had a problem with you and you knew why yep. i loved that there was just it was very simple nowadays as an adult everything is so passive aggressive and confusing and status related it's so weird man it is. but yeah i do i miss the hardcore scene dude it was it was fun. Nowadays, I, I wouldn't. I still listen to the music. Like, even my daughter, we were listening to a Casey Strain on the way to school today. <laughs> Hell yeah! And like she was rocking out, dude. Like so, we like we'll listen to like some Suffocate too. Like they nice. used to tour down in Texas heavy. I think they're from like Oakland, California, but they used to do some like tours down in Texas and like that band Suffocate super fucking heavy. Hell yeah! Um, but yeah, like I had my kid will listen to that stuff. She doesn't even know. She just thinks sometimes she'll be like she'll be like this one's scary. I'm like all right, let's change it, dude. But you know, <laughs> like but but you know, I'm like we'll change that one, bro. We'll put on some PJ masks. 
<laughs> yeah, I call my three-year-old daughter, dude, but she, she's cool as hell, dude. She, she likes is. it. She's awesome. She's like, what's up, man? It's chill. <laughs> but yeah, man, so like being in Texas, was there just like a really heavy underlying anxiety though to like anytime you were like rolling around because you usually had some sort of cannabis on you or something? Or did you have to be pretty cautious with ro- driving around with cannabis at all? You're like, we're, we're going here with weed now. <laughs> so yeah, especially uh, where I was in like Montgomery County, uh, they were like, happy to arrest anybody with just the littlest amount of weed like oh, they man. made their day over there so that's yeah it, it was pretty scary and then when i moved into harris county they decriminalized it to two ounces but still if you had like concentrates no matter what county you were in you're pretty much screwed it's yeah like, they consider it a felony like you're, you have a controlled substance you yep. have fucking like heroin or meth it's not yeah. actually i don't even think meth is up there is it i think it's like literally like heroin cocaine and fucking weed dude that's like, just weed. it's crazy the more harder substance over there is more a slap on the wrist like, oh yeah it's it's so backwards from what i see that's going on like because i watch a lot of podcasts i know you do too and like like you watch kill tony a little bit right yeah seems like in austin it's like cocaine is huge yeah like speed and stuff and yeah. it's like that seems like something you get in way more trouble for but it seems like people get like caught with little bits of cocaine all the time and it's kind of just like ah oh. just don't do it again yeah, like that's, what, yeah, that's it exactly. that's all they yeah. get but like you know i think even in austin i think the weed thing's pretty chill too because everyone's like whipping out vape pens on stage you so, want to hit my pen i'm like what the fuck yeah no in austin it's really different crowd it's watching. super lax uh i'd go to a festival in austin called reggae fest and you could literally just openly smoke in this festival like I had a little piece, like a little glass rig, and I took a dab in front of a cop for a video once at Reggae Fest. And <laughs> oh, fuck, it was it funny. was funny, like you just you didn't even care. That's <laughs> awesome, dude. That's why I'm hoping like the code enforcement people are like with me. Like I hope that they, they don't have like small town shit. I hope they just don't care. It seems like they don't. It seems like, it seems like they're really happy that I found a building, and they're like like stoked for us in our business. So I'm like, hopefully everyone's just trying to do their job and they're really actually not trying to fuck with me. That's what I'm really, I've been taking a lot of ashwagandha, much more yeah. than they recommend. <laughs> uh, the bottle says you're only supposed to take one of these capsules a day. I've been taking two, but I also eat ashwagandha gummies. So I'm stacking different types of ashwagandha concentrates. Um, if anyone's not familiar with ashwagandha, look it up. You should really get on it. I am trying to find ways of calming myself because I am just... I'm no longer like depressed or anxious. Now I'm just angry. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. Gotta yeah. calm down. Can't be angry. Angry's not good. Because it's irrational. Most anger, if you really look through it, you can find some irrational, ego-driven part in it. So it's like, fuck, dude. I'm like, that's where I'm at right now. So I think I'm coping. I think I'm going through all the stages of grief or whatever. <laughs> like, of like, you know, because like, just ch- it's change. And that's what I realized, too. It's like nothing bad has happened. Just change is happening. And that's scary yeah sometimes it's hard to adapt to change it's a bit scary and i think it's because the only thing stable over the last two years of insanity in our country and the world has been i've been able to make pipes in my little home studio so like you know having to feel like now i have to like get out of here and go and do something different is very like whoa like what if the world falls apart again and like right i'm like you guys are making me do this right now but i'm like fuck it like i'm capable i got you know awesome people around me we can fucking do this just got to motivate Cormac to work a little more. <laughs> we can fucking do this. Um, he said he would, though. But I'm not going to push him to we're in the new space. I'm going to keep it chill as long as possible for him. Because I don't want him to get overwhelmed with me. I'm like, bro, but we need you, bro. You're our sleever. 
It's got, we need the other lathes, really, because the cor um, fucking Brandon can sleeve really well, too. Yeah, he's been Like, he's got some sleeves it. over here. He's done on some, like, second-quality blowouts that are hard enough just to get it clean. Yeah. And then he does the sleeve, and it looks great. Like, like dude, if you had first-quality color, you'd be doing beautiful sleeves. Oh, yeah. So that's why I'm going to contact Vertigo this week and be like, hey, bro. So I'm sure you're not anywhere near completion. And I want to let him know that I want to switch one of the lathes from a four-footer to a six-footer because we don't need a four-footer anymore. We'll just take all big ones. And then in that same conversation, I'll hopefully be like, hey, so where are we at? Just so I know. Because I might have to make a post and try to find another lathe just to have it. Like, And I might even be able to find a Vertigo. Someone might even have one of those for sale. Who knows? Yeah. A lot of people, if they had one for sale, it's like, you know, not everyone has the funds for one. If we crush, we could probably make it happen. But yeah, I'm just, I think we just... Out the gate, they're like, already, I'm like, damn, these two lays we're getting from him are not going to be enough. And if they're not going to be here for a bit, like, we got to find another solution. So that, because I want you and Brandon on lathes, because it's just going to be so much more fun. Yeah, dude. You guys will be just driving your own pickup trucks, basically, <laughs> dude. Just fucking driving the fucking glass. Hell yeah. The new space will be so much more comfortable, too, for, like, everyone could have, like, their own, like, you know, TV and shit at the station. Everything can be very, very like comfortable. Me and Brandon were saying, are we talking about having little TVs and we can yeah. uh, sync our audios together and watch pods and stuff together? That'd be pretty fun. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. That'd be fun <laughs> as hell, dude. Like a land party, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, that cam. See that battery. <coughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Everyone was like, don't cough in the mic. <coughs> what do you want? Uh, the green cap. Yeah. Nope. Oh. <coughs> thank you. Yeah, dude. That'd be fun as hell. Like, land parties, fucking just, like, chilling, all watching, like, a movie together, fucking getting high as hell, like, secretly, because I don't know if we're really allowed to, but it's not on my lease, so I can't, so. <laughs> but, you know, it, I don't know. It'd be cool. Like, I'm, I'm now more excited about the big space than I am nervous. <coughs> I know we got this. I'm just like, I'm a little worn down. I'm kind of like, oh man, like I thought I was going to chill a little bit this year. Last year was the worst year of me and my wife have ever like gone through as far as like family stuff and like losing people and whatever. <coughs> Life's always happening. We all got shit going on, but we're hoping this year. But I think that like our hopes are the like reason, like it's like you almost like you shouldn't hope for it. You should just like live. I think that we had too much expectations for maybe this year will be better and it's going to be a great year. We more meant like on a personal level, like, like Evan needs to not work all night. I need Sundays off, but for the next four or five months, I'm going to be an animal and crush. <coughs> I'm grateful that I got all these people that are down to fucking support the crush, watch it. Even if they can't buy pieces, I have people that like, I've never bought a piece, but they like watch the podcast, they like jump in the lives, like they're there supporting me in the best way they can. And it's, it's fucking overwhelming. I'll tell you what, dude, like the amount of support. <coughs> dude, it's really cool. And like since being here, I've seen and interacted with some of the supporters and it's just great, dude. They're oh, really awesome. Hell yeah, dude. That makes me feel so good. It almost reminds me of like YMH, you know what I mean? Like whenever they bring like a new person into the family and like all of a sudden, like they're like the interaction even on Instagram and stuff. It's like really cool and I think that's going to happen even more in the new space because we're going to have it set up in a way too where the social media on Bear Mountain will totally change. Um, I'm going to basically 
show you guys how to do the social media stuff and like work with me on it with the Bear Mountain page. Awesome. It'll also help you guys too with your own personal stuff as well. So that you you know can like use similar formulas and kind of thing. Not that there's like a crazy formula to fucking Instagram or anything. I'm just saying I can I wanna like kind of change the way we do things so that the people who support us can also see much more than only what I'm able to post. Um but yeah, so I think that big picture the studio is just going to be like an opportunity for everyone to grow and find a place in this glass scene that they feel comfortable. Because we all have different ambitions and different wants, you know? Yep. So it's like, but that doesn't mean that there couldn't be a central hub that gives a place to find those opportunities. Definitely. You know, not just one thing. It's like we could have a lot. Um, <clears throat> and that's like always been my biggest grind too is like, like I'm crushing right now. We're all crushing super hard for this. Um, and like, <clears throat> I don't know, that's... It's always been my goal to like have something like this. I guess it was just a little scary to have it happen quicker than I expected. Right. I expected. Kind of jumped into it. Yeah, but and then I tell myself I'm like, wait a minute, dude. I always wanted to have kids, and we thought we'd plan it if we did, and it just fucking happened, bro. Like I, I always like wanted to have a like business or buy a house, but we were forced to buy this house. Like I wouldn't if so. Like the way I do things, I think I procrastinate because I'm too scared of change. So what happens is. The universe fucking is like, here you go, dude. We're going to force it because we know you can handle it. But it's time for you to make some change. Yep. Have, like, have you found like anything like that moving from Colorado to Texas? Was it forced? Was it planned? Like, what was like, how did you get to fucking Colorado, Mike? It actually kind of was forced because of the pandemic. Um, Liz had lost her job and the studio in Houston shut down that I was uh, co-managing and stuff. So... <laughs> Um, I was like, what's really keeping us here? And we, all the times we visited out here, we really liked it. And uh, I knew the, the glass scene here was a bit more like thriving than yeah. Houston was. So it just made sense for us to move here. And um, within like, before Liz even, uh, before we even got out here, Liz found a job. And so that just sealed the deal. So. Oh yeah, dude. <coughs> yeah, man, we're, I'm, I'm like grateful that you were available once I was ready. I know that like Brandon was talking to me for about a year when we were in like limbo there. And he was like, he's like, I keep telling Mike, like it'll happen. Like, don't, yeah. don't, don't stress it, dude. It's going to happen. Like, and I'm like, yeah, like I'm so weird like that. Like I talk to people and then like, it takes me forever to get all the shit lined up unless I'm being forced by the government. Right. right if yeah. I'm being forced <laughs> by the government, I move like Got fucking speed like, roll. dude, I got a lease so fast that <coughs> they did not believe me. Like, okay, sure. Yeah, let's see the paperwork. Dude, it was crazy. Like, it, and <clears throat> even uh, seeing you acquire the building that fast. Uh, dude, wild. It's, we move so quick when we're under threat that I'm like, people better not threaten me or else I'm going to become really successful. Dude. The more people <laughs> threaten me. Like, please don't threaten me. I'm just so tired. But the outcome of threats is just my success grows. And I don't want to be, honestly, don't, I'm good. I love where I'm at. I'm very comfortable. Oh, yeah. I honestly just would like to work less. Like me and my wife have even talked about it. We're like, how do we organize ourselves so maybe we just like work less? Because like right now I'm in such a grind because I'm young. I have things I'm trying to build. I have dreams. I have a three-year-old that I'm trying to build a future for her. So there's a lot of like things I'm trying to do. So it's expensive. But at the same time, I'm like eventually I can organize my life where I could slow down. I don't have to like crush so hard and make so much glass. Just right now we're in the building period of our story like yeah. it's it's nuts but main back to my main point i'm grateful that you were 
available when we needed your help. Um, and uh, I'm grateful that you're sticking around through all this, like kind of like, this is so wild because Cormac and Brandon have been here. Like Cormac's been here almost four years. Brandon's been almost here three years. And like, it's been consistent, <coughs> No, nothing. There's been, I think one time <clears throat> when someone passed away and everyone went home. It's crazy, like since you started, we've had like all these different things and me and Cassie have been thoroughly embarrassed. We're like, what the fuck? Like yeah. we've been, we've been able to keep it so professional at our home, but now like this is like the universe showing us, okay, we do need to get it out of the house. Cause if we're going through emotional stuff, like, and we need to like our space, like, people still need to be able to help our company work and get work in and stuff like that. So like, there's just so much learning. Yeah. But like, I'm just grateful that you're sticking through it with us. Oh, man. I know shit's a little wild. I'm grateful you guys are having me do this and oh, able to, and I'm able to do this. Like, oh, it's, dude, it's, you're, it's, you're the best, man. We're super grateful for the help. It's fucking awesome. And it's really you. fun that I've, um, I've been very introverted for many years and it's just because of my natural tendencies of how I work, how focused I get. And also because life happens, you have some weird life experience, you have best friends have falling outs and you get a little sensitive or nervous to like create and get close with people again. Right. But since I hired Cormac, um, I've been able to like start getting like closer and closer with people. And it's really cool how like Paramount studios and like the like social media, this is a really positive thing of social media. It's been able to like help me gravitate towards like-minded people so that I can be myself, build something I have a dream in and also spend time with people who also have like this similar dreams or ambitions or stuff like that. It's just, it's cool because we do something so niche that it's like, it'd be very hard for us to locate each other 30 years ago. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so it would just like nowadays, like, because of social media and the internet. I know like nowadays always sees the negatives of social media and the internet, but some of the positives are like like-minded people gravitating towards each other to find common ground where they can build something together because this shit's impossible by yourself. Right. It's just not possible. Um, but yeah, it's fucking dope, dude. Hell yeah. So <clears throat> when you first started blowing glass, was your ambition always pipes or was it just what you didn't, you just wanted to try it? Um, so yeah, honestly is just really to get into pipe making. I just fell in love with that aspect and didn't know there was so many crazy techniques and no ceiling and colors and yeah, no ceiling <laughs> to it really. And, um, so yeah, like, uh, I got to do a soft glass, uh, class little ex experimental thing is cool. cool. I made like a little, uh, bowl. Nice. And yeah, it's fun. It's different to see how that glass moves Never around. Never played with soft glass at it's all. It's wild. Like you can take it out of the heat source for over like five to eight minutes and still move it around and do all this nuts, weird stuff. Yeah. And yeah. That's nuts. That's insane. Yeah, I want to try soft glass so bad. Like that's one thing Cassie hopes in the future forever buy a building that we're going to be able to build out a hot shop in there as well. That'd be cool. And just have like access because one, <coughs> one of our goals with glass blowing is. I'm working hard and trying to make money and capital to like acquire equipment because my dream in the future is like literally be like an old man with like a glass shop that I can do anything in like yeah. anything, like anything that can be made out of glass could be made in my glass shop minus awesome. some giant lenses for like satellites or something. But <laughs> you know, reasonable things that humans use, you know, not for like giant robot things in space. Which, honestly, I'm probably missing a huge amount of money if I'm not doing the giant robot things in space <laughs> right now. I'm pretty sure that's the future. Pretty sure us humans are going to be, like, old technology in the next hundred years. But fuck it, dude. dude. I'm making shit for, like, I'm making rudimentary things that you put water and you pull on human power to do hash. Hell yeah. Sir, that now looks on this XL double diffused. 
forgot 14 mil double diffuse. These, this, this one when it was made was called an XL double diffuse though, back in the day. Back in the day. I can't believe this pipe's probably, fuck dude, this has got to be over two and a half years old. But it's been the daily for many, many years. <coughs> so many dabs of water stains in the neck are crazy. <laughs> That's why I'm going to do Alkanox and put it in the ultrasonic cleaner. Oh, nice. And it should actually remove those with a warm Alkanox in the Ooh. ultrasonic cleaner. So I have like, you know, it's going to be fun, like cleaning pipes and maybe finding techniques of cleaning stuff because we've already reached out to an ultrasonic cleaning company that makes custom big ass cleaners. And if I can find like ways of cleaning stuff, we could even have a program on Bear Mountain Studios where people can send pipes in for like cleaning and the giant ultrasonic cleaner to like get nice. like certain like residue off in the inside that just they can't get off or whatever <clears throat> yeah there like and you were talking to like with the new space like having like classes eventually everything i like this is the thing is like it could be really anything it's like whatever we like are into like that's why i'm always down to like hear ideas and because the space it's not like giant but it's going to be much bigger than this much com more comfortable and just uh totally different feel i feel like we're going to be able to take like deep breaths in there like the ceiling in here yeah it's like a nine ten foot ceiling in some spots but that's still like doesn't feel very high right like it just doesn't um especially once you put a hood on the ceiling and everything then you're like damn it'd be fun to do some crucible poles and stuff dude yeah that would be fun i got uh someone that's trying to give me crucibles like so Ooh. like i think they just need new elements and i think that's why they just don't feel like doing it anymore um but so i might grab yeah, some crucibles and just have them there and we can repair them and I've heard they're high maintenance. They are. You have to replace the coils pretty frequently. If you want, like, consistent good poles, that is. Like, you can run them into the ground like anything, but you'll notice the quality go down, I think, in the color in the pole. Hmm. Um, but I don't know shit. You know, that's a wonderful, wonderful thing about being me. You know, <laughs> I find the ignorance in life is the most wonderful thing ever. As long as you're kind and loving, you don't have to know everything. Yeah. You can just, just be open-minded. If someone says, hey, you're wrong, but like, absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm absolutely wrong. Tell me why. Tell me now. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It really, that's what it is. I think it's what happens once you've like fully grown up. Like when I think I hit full adult like a couple weeks ago. Like where I was like, oh damn, it happened full adult right now. Like I don't care anymore. <laughs> like shit. Uh oh. Or it was the ashwagandha. <laughs> High doses of ashwagandha. Um, which is good for everything. I mean, it just it's crazy what it does. <clears throat> but I'm not a scientist or like anything. You know, literally nothing. So I'm not gonna explain how it works. You guys should check it out though. <laughs> take this dab. Seems to be doing good though. Yeah man, I'm doing it. Yeah, you've been here through some of the most stressful <laughs> shit I've gone through in years too, which is really interesting. You've seen me at my most stressed. I'm pretty level-headed for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if I'm going through some shit, like you'll never catch me being rude or nasty to anyone. Um, it's not my whole vibe. Like I hate, because I, I, I dealt with a lot of that Growing up with people, if someone's having a bad day and they lash out on you, and then then they say sorry later, and it's great they said sorry, but it still like sucks. It's like yeah, damn, dude. Like, feels weird. Yeah, still, it feels like, weird. <laughs> like I feel weird. Like, like yeah. It's like I just don't even go there. Like if I'm having a bad day, that's why I'm like everyone's gotta go home, so I'm not mean. Yeah. I don't want to say anything I don't mean right now. I love everyone here. Like seriously, like you gotta go home. Oh, <laughs> like, man. but like. That was only one of the times. The other times, like, literally, we got to do some legal shit. We got some shit going down. <laughs> like, I'm definitely Serious nervous life about, stuff, dude. like, regional building's going to be here next Wednesday to do their final inspection. And I'm just like, 
you know, I, hopefully they're chill with me. Hopefully if I have to take anything out or disconnect something, they give me time. Hopefully they don't put an automatic lien on my house. Luckily I've already signed the lease, so, but here's the thing, if I would have had a lien on my house when I applied for this lease, I wouldn't have been able to get it. Can't have a lien on yeah. so That's the thing that's fucked up about Man. the whole thing. It's like, you want me to move buildings, but you're putting but they're a lien. trying to stop the whole process. Yeah, like. yeah but it, like everything they're doing, like that's why it's a miracle that I'm even this far into it. Like everything they're doing was literally to just fuck me. And like in the nicest way possible, they're like, oh no, we're not doing that. You know, due diligence. I'm like, oh, okay. And then the guy says to me, he's like, you know, we're not the Gestapo. And I'm like, dude, okay. The <laughs> fact that you just said that makes me feel weird. You're, yeah. you're, that you're not a, a Jew hunter. Like that, that you're in my house telling me you're shutting down my business and saying, don't worry, I'm not a Jew hunter. I'm like, dude, that's a weird thing to say to someone. <laughs> that's so even if you're like, even if like you're doing it in like a, a joking way, you your badge doesn't say comedian, it says code enforcement. So yeah. coming out of your mouth, that's fucking offensive. If your badge said comedian, I'd be like, haha. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, no, bro, Dude. you're fucking code enforcement. What the fuck are you doing? If I recorded all, that's why I told Cassie, anytime we talk to anyone else in fucking government or private Shit. groups, I'm recording it because Shit. they said some they shit that like I totally could have fought this, but I didn't want to fight them. Because I'm like, you know what? If I fight them and win, they're gonna have a fucking a whole thing against me. you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, fuck this dude. He beat us. We're gonna show him we'll win. And I'm, I don't even want that because I think they're probably all right people. They just, like I said, they live. I think they live in a different world. They graduated high school. They followed all the rules. Uh, they, they, you know, they did everything right and they're doing great and they're that's great. And but me, I dropped out in tenth grade. I live a little outside the box. Um, you know. Uh, that's it. I don't fit. I'm in a different world, bro. Hell yeah. In a different world. So I try not to judge them anymore. I got really violently angry for a while there. And I was like, you know what, Evan? Different worlds, man. You're judging these people, bro. <laughs> different fucking worlds. They live in one world, you live in this world. Unfortunately, our worlds are clashing right now. But I need to rise above with my world and move on. So uh, to function here, paying taxes isn't enough. There's a lot you have to do. And just because I was naive doesn't mean they were wrong. I'm just naive, bro. I don't know shit. Been looking at too many Terps. Too many Terps. My eyes have been just glazed over with Terps for too many years. Too naive. I was like, who do I pay? And then I didn't realize there's also a bunch of paperwork you should look into before you own properties. Just because you own it, you don't really own it. Just because you put like, you know, whatever, dude. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's kind of, kind of weird. So How do you feel about code enforcement? I just don't want to get involved with it. <laughs> I don't want to get involved with it, man. Like, yeah, that's what everyone tells me. Like, just leave me alone. Literally, that's why I want to talk to a lawyer. Because I'm like, now that I'm in the system, am I just going to be like a target? Or like, should I? Like, what should I do here? Right. Give my address or do I like keep my shit private? I'm pretty sure they're going to just be like, just give them all your shit. And if they approach you, like, I'm just going to get a lawyer and put them on a, a fat retainer. And then just be like, hey, if anyone approaches me, I'll just be like, here's my attorney's number. Hold them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get a hold of them. You figure it out with them. I got bombs to make, bud. I got to make some tiny tornadoes, bro. I can't be calling you all day. Took me like four days to get a hold of fucking regional building department, calling them back and them not calling me. Finally, they called me back. And the thing is, is I was like, guys, you told me I had this many days to get this set up or else you're gonna do some shit to my home. Like, and you're not very eager to call me back. And they're like such a good mood when you talk to them on the phone. They're so happy and they're like asking how their day's going. And I'm like, dude, like literally, like 
I have someone, this is where I'm at, how I feel right now. I feel like I have someone holding a gun to my head and counting down, and you're taking some of those seconds to just... Just let that trigger let's just get tighter out. and tighter. Let's just yeah. hang out for a minute, just touch base. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm glad you're happy. I'm actually genuinely happy that you're happy and not being mean to me. Um, but I do have a letter here that you sent me that basically says you're going to do this if I don't comply or get something done within this time. So can we please just be a little bit... Let's move it. Right. Let's just move it so that I don't get fucking killed here. Jesus. You know, that's what I say. You know, what are you going to do? I don't know how you handle these high-stress situations. Bro, like you ashwagandha. Do. You got to get ashwagandha. a lot of ashwagandha in your system, dude. There is some side effects yeah, I'm not going to talk that, about dude. on here. There are some side effects. Some people might love them. Some might find it a messy, you know. But you got to... You know, you got to have some ashwagandha. Look it up. You'll figure it out. You'll All find right. out. You'll, you'll figure it out, dude. But no, that helps. Also, too, man, um, I take my moments of high stress and experience them. I save it for moments. Like, at 2.30 in the morning, um, I'll be like, oh, fuck, I'm wicked stressed. And I'll, I'll spend a half hour freaking out. And then I go to bed. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, I don't, I don't, I'm stressed. But I try not to, like, I don't let it consume me every moment because there's so many people that rely on me there's so much i have to get done that if i let it consume me it's going to genuinely hurt people like people's bills won't be paid people's you know there's just you know we all have people we take care of it's what it is whether it's financially or you just call someone every day and tell you love them we all have people we take care of in one way or another so like if i'm all caught up in my emotions and shit then i'm hurting someone i love and that's ruining the whole point of why I'm working so hard. Then now I'm just like a snake eating its own tail. I'm just consuming myself. It's not getting anywhere. So, you know, you gotta be aware of where you're at. And that ashwagandha also helps with that as well. Memory, um, cognitive abilities. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, fuck, get it. I'm gonna take another dab though here, bro. This is fun. Let's go. Hell yeah. This is good. Like, honestly, Mike, this is a totally different vibe than most guests, I feel like. Maybe it's because we work together. Most guests, I've, it's it's like I feel you don't you don't seem nervous at all. I am. I'm oh. extremely nervous. <laughs> okay, so well, I'm glad you I'm work able right there it. though. It's your torch. Yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> so, this like is we're like home. literally chilling at your spot, dude. <laughs> this is as comfortable as it's gonna so, get, you know. But yeah, yeah. No first pod, I guess. So that's why. But. Yeah, dude. Well, you watch a lot of podcasts, so, <laughs> yeah. so you know it's like really it's just two dudes talking. It's it like is. Will Sasso says, bro. It's right? just two dudes talking. That's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, That's awesome. it. I'm glad I'm able to hide it. Yeah, dude. No. And like, I'm just saying that we're going to have to do more of that if this is good for you. Oh, like, man. I'm loving it. Oh, dude. Because there's, here's the thing. It's like big picture, long term. I'd love the podcast to develop in something that is much more like group oriented. Hell yeah. And have like solo podcasts maybe on the Patreon and have the public YouTube stuff be like group oriented or vice versa. Have like the solo ones on, um, the public YouTube and then all the, all the group hangout sessions where we get wild, probably do those on this Patreon that way. Cause I think in the future, YouTube is just like, they're not going to want people doing too many hard drugs, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, there's something about it. And not, not that I consider it this, but restrict YouTube's everything. in a different world, just like code enforcement is. And to them, I'm just lighting things on fire and doing hard drugs. So <laughs> it's just what it is. And there's nothing I can do about that. Um, cool. I'll just keep paying my taxes, being kind to people and putting others before myself. And, if that ain't enough, then fucking send me to hell, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Shit. I'll do some hard drugs with you, dude. Dude, yeah. Watch out for that giant nail. Oh, get you, bro. Filtering. Yeah, filtering and eat. Pretty toasty. Oh, man. It's it's so... um. 
don't know. It's so funny. Like a few, like a couple weeks before, like all this shit happened, I was like stressing about like all sorts of like random like shit with the company because I was like, wait, like I'm at a point now. Like, what do I do? Like, do I expand? Like, this is the worst time to do it. Like, and this is before we got this letter. I was at the point where I was starting. I was trying to figure out what our next step was because I was like, we're limited on space here. Like, we need like a sink in the studio. There's like certain things we need that we just don't have. Um, out here and um, and then I don't that's why I don't know why I freaked out so much when I got the letter but I just think it was because someone made me feel like I was doing something wrong when I've really bent over backwards and tried my hardest to do everything right and above board and especially when you have a business like this one you have to honestly it costs you twice as much to be above board when you're doing something that inherently is counterculture or the mainstream doesn't quite understand so they're scared of it um, yeah it's a weird place to be in but I'm not gonna let it, like get to me and feel defeated. I'm just like, fuck dude, I gotta I gotta keep trying harder. It'll work. Just one speed bump. We oh, yeah. it over. Dude, it's a speed jump, bro. Speed it's jump. A bump. It's a mountain. Nah, I'm not gonna about to jump, dude. We're we're propelling into higher, better things, bro. We're fucking catching altitude right now, bro. Oh hell yeah. Get there. <coughs> <coughs> You ever watched the movie Grind as a kid? Yes. Fuck, I love that movie, bro. Is that the little tweezers by chance? Yeah, right here. Yeah, Grind was fucking dope, yeah. dude. Me and Cassie used to love watching that as kids. Me and my wife have been together since we were 15, so we were building tree forts, catching frogs, watching Grind, doing kickflips in the driveway together. But yeah, that movie was so fun, so corny. I watched, yeah. it. I watched it the other night, and I was just like, man, this is corny as hell, but I, I appreciate it. <coughs> I was like, why is everyone... <coughs> trying to make good movies nowadays dude why can't people just make bad movies again <laughs> like just make bad funny movies like i think like if you watch any of the movies we grew up with in like the early 2000s or like honestly would get canceled nowadays so oh, for sure. like i watched not another teen movie on netflix the other night and i'm like how is netflix it seems like almost hypocritical that they'll have this on here but not other stuff like there's and it didn't offend me i enjoyed the movie i'm like i grew up with this shit like i enjoy you know, like, <clears throat> I was picked on a lot in school, bro. I was definitely, like, until I went to Catholic school, I was picked on in public school, and then, like, I missed all of third grade because I got cat scratch fever, which is a real thing, oh, not yep. just a song. Um, oh, no, but, it's definitely real. Yeah. But cat scratch fever presents itself in certain kids. It looks like leukemia because your lymph nodes get swollen, It looks and it's in your blood, and it looks like uh, blood cancer, but it's not. Uh, so if you have bad doctors, they diagnose you with blood cancer, don't give you the right treatment. <laughs> that is scary. And instead of getting better in a week, you just stay sick for a year. Fuck. And then, yeah, and then you miss school. So I had to repeat uh, third grade, <clears throat> but my parents pulled me out of the public school system because it was, like, really bad where I was. And they were like, oh, we're going to put them in, like, uh, city schools and a Catholic school, even though my parents weren't, like, super religious or anything. But, yeah, I didn't feel cool until I was in Catholic school, dude, because I knew so many swear words I didn't know. <laughs> Bro, I remember the day I taught them all about the word dildo. They were just like, <laughs> Like, I was like, yeah, dude, what's up? Uh, dude, I, was, I felt like the coolest kid ever. That's awesome. I was like, it doesn't even matter that I'm a little chunky, dude. Look how cool I am, because I know these words. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, bro, it was sick. Um... Man, I miss those days though. I remember one of the most like trouble I ever got in Catholic school is I drew a cow with too many udders. I covered a cow with udders, bro. 
I was obsessed with others oh, for a hilarious. while. And it, it wasn't anything like weird. Like, well, I guess it was weird. It wasn't anything like sexual. I just thought it was funny. I thought udders were funny. <laughs> I thought it was wicked funny that you squeeze this thing and milk comes out. And I was like, what if animals, all animals were covered with udders? So I started drawing like dogs with udders and like, you know, it got out of hand. Dragons with udders, <laughs> like a forest dragon, which was really cool. It had like the tree on its head and stuff, but also had udders. And then I had this lightning dragon. It was black with yellow lightning, but also had a giant pink set of udders. So like, you know, and the Catholic school was super concerned. So they were like, that was the one thing I got. Like, I don't know if they called my parents or anything. They probably did. But me and my friend Matt Wilson got in trouble for drawing udders on things. <laughs> you know, I was pretty crazy saying dildo and drawing udders on stuff. I was basically a badass. You guys don't understand. Like, it was crazy. <clears throat> then I went back to fucking public school. Did you stick in one school your whole career? So you had a group of friends you were around, pretty balanced? Yep, yep. Um, stayed, uh, went to Conroe High and graduated there. And then, uh, but yeah, pretty much hung out with the skater kids. And that was my little group. And That's cool, man. But yeah. the same group of kids that essentially throughout the whole thing or just around the same group? Always people changing a little bit, but around the same group of people yeah. for the most part? Yeah, for the most part. That's cool, man. That was one thing my wife and I were always jealous of those kids because she jumped schools too all the time. Um, we were like, always feel like everyone else had like these long-term friendships that we didn't have. So it was like, we were always like, I don't know, I always had this jealousy in school. I was like, man, all these kids are like friends and they have like memories with each other. And I just got here. Like, fuck dude. <laughs> like, what am I going to do, man? I don't even have these memories with you guys. I was like, guess we're going to make some new ones. Made a lot of memories with people for a while, but then dude, fucking life happens, right? Right. Everyone grows up, goes to college. Some people drop out in tenth grade and start smoking a lot of weed and make RBRs. Shit, things things happen, you know. <clears throat> Fuck, man. This giant Slurpee every time just kind of like it's so easy to take a big dab on it, but then after you take it, you're just you're like, whoa, dude. Like, I wasn't qualified for that. That was really something like powerful. <laughs> Mike's, Mike, I think it was Mike being like, I'm done with this episode, dude. Get me out of here. Oh, no, fucking dab. Give me that fucking dab, dude. Dude, no, this is fucking I'm fun. I'm trying to keep up. No, dude. Dabs. Oh, bro, I'm going slow. Like, if you weren't here, I would have taken six by now. And then, like, it would be, I'm, I'm, and then I, you guys get here, and I am, I've done eight dabs by the time you guys have gotten here and hadn't eaten anything. And then I, and then it worked. But, man, there's, it's, I swear, I, the new place, I know I'll be like next to you guys more throughout the day. Certain days, there's so many fucking phone calls and bullshit, bro. And meetings and like little fucking virtual shit you have to do. It's fucking crazy. And then if you have a child, it just seems to be like there's always something you have to do. Like you have to get them food and stuff. <laughs> you know, you gotta like clean their clothes. Ugh, there's things you have to do. I don't do any of that. My wife takes care of all of it. But it is a lot on her. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I help. I'm joking. I obviously help. My daughter helps me though. She she fucking helps me make coffee. Like anytime I make a coffee, she's like, "Let me help you." And she has like a little hat she likes to wear now and an apron. Oh, she's like really like she has a whole setup she has, has to wear. But I remember when I posted that video, someone was like, "You're teaching your daughter how to make drugs." I'm like, "Dude, I don't even want to go there, bro." <laughs> like, dude, no. Like, I mean, maybe, but no, dude, get out of here. Like, coffee, yes, caffeine, coffee is a drug. But I'm just like, we can't be this crazy nowadays. Right. We could dissect everything. You know, in text, you can make anything sound bad. You can make a blue sky and a sunny day sound bad. Just describe it with UV radiation and the type of melanoma cancer you're getting slowly. And, you know, like, whatever. Like, you could describe a beautiful day <laughs> yeah. in the most horrible way on, in text. 
Or you could be like, man, it's beautifully sunny out. I feel great. Or go experience it yourself. I'm like when my daughter makes coffee with me <clears throat> to her, she's making a memory with her dad. There's smells that she's smelling with the, the, the espressos grinding and stuff that when she's an adult and if I'm maybe not there, she's going to be able to smell an espresso and hear that grinder and she's going to be able to remember things with her dad. Hell yeah. So, because I'm like, dude, I work myself so hard. God, who knows what's going to happen to me in the future. But I'm fucking positive that like I'm going to build what I want to build and experience what I want to experience because we make our own reality. And that's what the crazy people tell themselves when things aren't working out. Yep. You know? Yep. So... <laughs> I'm making my reality. I did all this. I told code enforcement to come here. I was like, this was my own doing. My plan. All my plan. Perfect. Working perfectly. Everything is going exactly how I planned. <laughs> Wonderful. Clean up this nail. And I'm going to slam this fucking, some devs on this 10 mil though. Because this fucking giant slurpee. My arms feel, you ever get so <coughs> stoned that like your fingers and stuff feel cold and shit? Like you're like, oh, is the blood too tired to keep flowing? No, I don't think so. Oh, that's the fun part. That's when you're like, ooh, now I got those cold jelly limbs. You're like, oh shit, dude. That's you don't you don't get that? No, see when I ask people about things and then they tell me they don't get it, I get concerned about myself. Yeah, I just get like I don't know. No, I that's a circulation thing because I I'm not sleeping enough. When you uh, when you work a lot and you're not sleeping enough, um you'll get a little bits of circulation issues. And uh, if you smoke weed, it heightens usually anything, and you can kind of notice things a little bit more and misinterpret it for stuff. So it's, it's some circulation issues from lack of sleep. So tonight, I'm going to bed by midnight <laughs> or one. So that's earlier than t last Than usual? Than usual, yeah. <laughs> I need to start splitting up the 3, 4 a.m. nights with some, like, midnight nights. I can't do I don't need to go 3 a.m. every night. That's not going to help anyone. So I'm like, okay, I've done this for a couple weeks. Now I'm like... Now I got to adjust a little bit because yeah, I think so I'm dying. Rough, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we got this. We got this, bro. No, it's good. I'm excited though because like for like <clears throat> the last like six months or so, like I've been feeling a little bit like like not knowing like what the next step is. Like I was saying to you, so like this was even though this is kind of a little bit forced, like it gives me a direction and like I have like a three year lease, so it gives me like kind of like a term and like. It's really good for how my mental works, like to like have all those things kind of lined up, knowing like, okay, I have a goal, like I have this much time, I have this, okay. It's like when I'm just left out <laughs> on my own, I kind of just start freaking out. I'm like, what is happening? Where's right. my place in the world? And I start overthinking shit, dude. It's a real mess. I gotta stay busy and really stoned, and just not super sleep deprived, but enough to where like I'm not rested enough to really think about everything until I'm old enough to chill out and relax, dude. I find that it's like, yeah, it's not good to suppress things, but also it's like, you have to find like a balance in your life sometimes that like, you can't just like all the time be like sensitive and emotional and feeling things. Sometimes you have to be able to set it aside for a moment, complete a task to like, you know, protect the people around you and like your future. And that's where I'm at right now, dude. Hell yeah. But I honestly feel the best I've ever felt. It's crazy though that you've been here for all this and you've only been here since January. <laughs> it's been a wild ride. Dude, man. it's fucking a wild nuts, ride. dude. Welcome to Bear Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. It really is a reality show, dude. It is so like there is always something happening. Like Brandon will tell you that there is always something happening, but usually it doesn't disturb the workflow. Yeah. It you may not see me out here for a couple days because I'm putting out fires or like trying to fix some bullshit. But, like, it doesn't stop the workflow. So the fact that you guys have been stopped multiple days, like, throughout the last, like, few weeks is just fucking shitty. And I'm sorry about that. Dude, no. Nah, right, I'm going to take I a understand dab. life happens, man. You ever had a really dangerous accident in glass blowing, Mike? 
Um, make it cut or anything that was like, fuck, dude, this is bad, or burn or anything like that that you can remember. You've been lucky. Been lucky so far, Me really. Too, um, I've seen some Keep shot mates do some silly things, but I've been pretty lucky. I've had some pretty bad burns, but <clears> that <throat> was when I first started using the lathe, so it was more like mm. awareness of torches, because there's so many different torches plus Bunsen's, yep. and Damn. you're also reaching in between chucks and stuff, so there's like, there's just a lot going on, so like, when I first started using the lathe, I got a couple pretty bad burns, mm. um, but now that I'm comfortable and have much more like awareness of like where everything is, like I'm good to go. But that's like one thing, like Cormac wears gloves. Like when you guys start on the lathe, I'm gonna have you guys put all the Kevlar on and stuff. Not like so you're like a balloon, but like have Kevlar gloves on and a long sleeve. So that way, if your like spatial awareness is off a little bit, you're not gonna get burnt. You'll just get like, I'll just burn your glove a little bit or I'll hit your shirt and give you a little burn on your shirt. Um, Cause I wouldn't have gotten a burnified glove on. It would, it, cause it just brushed me so quick, but it was it was still a Lynx flame Damn. from a GTT. So it sliced in me like a lightsaber. Holy shit. Um, it was pretty gnarly and gross. Like. I literally had people being like, I even took my dog to the vet and the vet saw my hand. He's like, you need to go to the emergency room. He's like, you're going to lose your hand if that gets infected. I'm like, you're going to lose your hand if I get you infected, bro. Watch out, bro. <laughs> that would I told be... him. No, and then I tried to explain to him how like, fucking I think like dolphins and orcas, I started explaining to him how like fourth dimensional beings and like how when they jump out of the water, they're in one dimension and they go back in the water in another one. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. I go against my faith. I'm not going to talk about that. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I smoked too much hash and my hand hurts really bad because that's why I smoked that much hash. I went to the vet way too high. Oh, it was bad. And then I felt like a really a dumb stoner. Woo. I felt like a real quality test, bro. Damn, it, it passed. But, well, and I catch them, bro, always. <laughs> like, it's kind of a weird thing that happens with, uh, with me in the glass is it's all slow motion when that's happening. Brandon has seen, because he's the one that's around me the most. He has seen some shit with glass. <laughs> it's just like, he, it'll always be at night too and he'll get super stressed out because I'll knock something over like a big piece and I just like catch it and I'll keep talking. And he's just like, dude, I need like a minute to like calm down. Like you just, that was a stressful thing that just happened. And I'm like, yeah, 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 but let's just check this out. Let's talk more. <laughs> like, like Brandon, if I stop talking, I'm going to fall asleep. Please just listen to me. <laughs> No, that's why it's gonna be bad at a big studio because he's gonna, oh, he's gonna get so good at that bigger studio, oh, bro. For sure, dude. He's gonna have so much more time and like, yeah, man. Like, I'm, <clears throat> I did a Patreon episode with him, but I want to do like episodes on here. That's why I want like this to like maybe have like one episode a month or something with the crew, where it's like just talking about like glass shit or stories or shooting the shit because it's it's much more friendly than it is interview. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially even with Brandon. Brandon, I just talked about shitting off bridges for a half hour. So mm -hmm. it was just a mess. But what can you do? You know, too much influence from CKY and Jackass <laughs> as a young youth. Hell yeah. So, and skateboarding, Miller High Life, all sorts of things. Were you ever a beer drinker? Yeah, actually, um, in my younger years, I, before I even smoked weed, and uh, I was the kid that always was playing on the beer pong tables and stuff. Same you know, here, so. dude. Always and the then, kid, the hardcore show. I was like, yeah, dude, fuck cool, yeah, bro. Had a 40. Yeah, so, bro. Yeah. Coke Wee 900 is what I was drinking. <laughs> I wasn't trying to drink Old English because the cool kids were, yeah, I drink OE. And I was like, yeah, dude, I go to the other awful, market dude, where it's even more ghetto, and I'd buy the Coke Wee 900, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. And it's fucking disgusting. Dude, I don't know how, or Steel Reserves, like, oh my God. It tastes like pennies. So and gross. I had one kid tell me once that he was like, yeah, dude, that's what, like, uh, people, the girl's butthole tastes like is pennies. <laughs> And I'm like, he's like, it tastes like steel reserves. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't, 
I don't know what to say to that. Like it was, I was, I was like 16 years old, but like we were, you know, steel reserves. I was like, everyone's like, they taste like pennies. And then one kid just stepped in the group. He's like, yeah, this is what that tastes like. And then we're all like, cool, what? man. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> yeah. I can't drink steel reserves anymore. Dude, yeah. And then like when I turned 21, uh, just, I don't know, drinking just didn't appeal to me. Anymore. Oh dude, I didn't drink when I was 21. <laughs> yeah. I've never gotten drunk in a bar. Same. Um, yeah, I've, I only got drunk a lot when I was like 16 to 18. Actually, I take that back. I went into a bar underage and got pretty messed up. Oh, yeah. See, I never did underage in a bar or anything. Because like, we would just get like Keystone and shit when we were real young. And just like cases of Keystone and cores and just be out in the field just with a tent. Like my parents had 40 acres of land in upstate New York on Bear Mountain. So like I'd be like, yeah, we're going to go over to this field, this lot, and we're going to put a tent up and have a bonfire. Is that cool? And they're like, yeah, you guys are going to get fucking drunk. And we're like, <laughs> I'm like, no, mom, crazy. Would not do that. Um, there's Brandon texting me. He's probably like, yo, dude, you guys ready for me to come in? He's outside, but that's fine. He's chilling. But yeah, dude, that's why I think I got the drinking out of, out of my system because my parents like let me do it safely in my younger years. And I got like the first time I got drunk, I was like 13. And like I was in Florida and my mom was like friends. My mom's friend's daughters worked for like Hooters or whatever, so we we're like over at their place. And my mom was like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll hang out with Hooters girls." And then we we're hanging out, and she's like, "Here, you can have a drink." And then my friend Ben had a drink, and then we both drank Jack and Coke. Not much, very small amount, but when you're a kid, it just tastes like soda and a little weird. Oh hell yeah! And then you drink it too fast, <laughs> and now you're throwing up. And then you know you have a headache. It was a mess. <clears throat> but yeah, I remember the first time I ever got drunk. I was like 13, and I honestly, I'm grateful for it. it got it out of my system. You ever had Jaeger bombs? Those oh. taste like candy. What's that? Something backing in? Um, oh. Let's find out. Maybe. We might have to. Brandon just texted me. He'll handle it for us, though, I think. Sorry, sorry, podcast people. We are a functional studio. Hmm. Oh, it must be our delivery from FedEx Freight. It's just peanuts and shit. We good. I'm going to reheat my nail, though. Yeah, we're about at the end anyways, but we still got, I gotta get one more dab in. I gotta text, make sure Brandon's good out there. <laughs> Coke's clear. Most. <clears throat> Alright. Where's my torch? Oh, it's right here. Do one more for the pod. Yes, sir. And then we'll get into Bearmont Studios work. And all the shit we gotta do. Which is the same shit we've been doing. But just gotta keep doing it over and over for a little bit. Alright. Oh, fuck, it's oxygen. Okay. <clears throat> Sick. Just told him to help the oxygen guy. Right, I'm taking my last dab here, this fucking rapture. Green dot, put a little bit more on there. Tweeters. Here they are. Too late. Too late. <laughs> yeah, guys, sorry the end got a little little interrupted by puppies, oxygen delivery, but we got this far. I was worried they'd come in the middle of it. They came at the end, is what it is. But appreciate you folks hanging out. Definitely. We're just gonna get our last dab in here. Um, and yeah, 
Sign up for that newsletter. We got a lot of drops coming up. We're all crushing super hard to get this new studio built out. And uh, yeah, I'm just trying to be excited for the opportunities and all the growth that's gonna happen from doing this. It's definitely exciting. But we're gonna make it nice. I'm just hoping that people like, you watch the news and they're like, yeah, prices of everything are gonna keep going up. I'm like, yeah, but wait, wait till I build my studio. <laughs> Don't keep raising them yet. <coughs> Let me buy all the wood first. Yeah, but whatever. Either way, we're gonna we're going for it. No matter what shit costs, doesn't even matter. I have to do it. You know, the force in my hand. But to me, it's just a fun test. It's like, am I capable? But Mike, appreciate you hanging out and doing this so last minute. I texted Mike like a half hour or an hour before this. I'm like, yeah, you want to be on a podcast? He's like, oh uh, yeah, sure. It's like, yeah, sick, no, dude. Thank you, dude. This was fun. <laughs> I know it's like awesome. it's like a wild request to like ask someone to come like on camera and do like a video or whatever. Got but, that dagger. Yes, sir. But appreciate you, dude. Thank you. And awesome. um, <coughs> we'll catch you guys next time. But this was episode 99. It's nuts. Might Crazy. do something fun for episode 100. Maybe that's the episode we'll do with all the guys. Next week, we have code enforcement coming on Wednesday. So we're not going to do episode next week. So we'll just schedule something for the following week. And maybe we can do an episode dude, with the whole invite team. Invite them for the pod. Yeah, right. Invite code enforcement. I'll be like, tell me where I failed here. <laughs> and I'll just slam dabs. And just cough super hard. And you're like, I gotta get out of here, dude. I can't be around all these drugs. They fucking taste my pee. <laughs> the government's watching me too, bro. <laughs> <coughs> Kylo, that piece. <coughs> Alright, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Sorry about the last like five minutes or so getting interrupted a little bit, but we were super stoned anyways. It is what it is. You guys will see more of Mike. Make sure you check out the accessory drops. <coughs> Uh, Mike's been working super hard and putting that time in here to help us build and have be able to offer stuff to you folks So thank you so much everybody for the support and listen to me ramble for so many episodes. I can't talk now, dude <laughs> Fucking face. All right, episode 99. See you in episode 100 everybody. It'll be a good one We'll have the whole team on I think that's gonna be it. Maybe even Cassie will come on too. That'd be cool That'd be Everyone awesome. like a big team sesh. Maybe even do it inside that way. There's enough room because the kid will be at school um, But yeah, you guys have a great day. Thank Later everybody guys.